0: To successfully transition from an IC, an individual contributor, to a management role, you have to learn a lot of new skills, but that's not it. But you also have to change the way you think about your role and how you're now creating results. In this episode, I want to talk about one of those critical mindset shifts that will determine how effective and well-respected you'll be as a new leader in your organization. Here's the question, how do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team effectively, and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question, and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders. I'm a leadership coach, a mom of three, a coffee lover, and a travel enthusiast. Stick around because in this show, you'll learn how to think, communicate, and act to become a confident, high performing leader people love to work with. Let's go. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Track Podcast. I can't believe this is episode number 99. I'm super excited. Next week will be episode 100. And as a bit of a sneak peek, I invited some of my clients to join and to honestly and openly talk about their personal experiences and challenges that they had as they transitioned into leadership. We recorded that podcast last week and I just love the conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it as well. So if you haven't already subscribed to the Manager Track podcast, this may be the moment so that you're not missing our special episode that's coming up next week also before we dive into this week's topic about stop asking for direction I want to share with you two more things one is that on March 30th 2022 I will host an event on how to lead a virtual team effectively this is a free one hour training and I will put the registration link down below in the show notes The second thing is that I'm getting closer to finally publishing my book, specifically written for new managers. We're currently in the final design stage of the the interior formatting and then the cover design as well. And it's just so fun to see this come together and to work with the different people who are supporting me in this process and bring their creativity and their ideas to the table and create something that I would otherwise never be able to create myself which of course speaks to the power of a team now in the book I talk about the four critical mindset shifts and ways that you need to change your thinking in order to be successful as a leader and one of those shifts talks about specifically how you change your thinking around uh, setting strategy and direction and as well as expectations and I want to refund this a little bit in this week's episode I recently had a conversation with someone that I highly respect, and he was sharing with me that in his experience, new managers are often still looking to their leader to give them direction. And I fully agree with him. And I thought that in addition to covering this in the book more extensively, I also want to bring this to the podcast and talk about this maybe a little bit more casually and freely in terms of what specifically you as a new manager need to keep in mind when it comes to the direction of your team. So taking a step back, right, when we look at the history of leadership for a long time, there was very much a top down approach in organizations where the big boss would make a decision and then it would kind of trickle down through the ranks. And the frontline employee had to execute whatever decisions were made at the top. Now, this model, this very hierarchical and authoritative model, no longer works. And in many organizations, and I'd say specifically the organizations that I work with most closely, which are startups and small to mid-sized businesses, as well as organizations who have you know a hybrid setup or are set up more in a network structure or are specifically fostering more of a bottom-up approach, and in a situation like this or in a work environment like this it is very counterproductive and ineffective and can also frustrate people if uh, leaders are looking to the top for direction it may come from a really good intention right if you're in that situation you may really and genuinely want to hear what your boss has to say and what your boss would like you to do But that is often not what others expect of you. So, in a time where most organizations have let go of this old school, top-down leadership model and are looking more for a creative collaborative or even bottom-up approach it is on you as a leader to really embody this and step into your responsibility and that responsibility is not only to execute what your boss tells you to execute and then for you to coordinate and manage or supervise your team members. That's not the entire scope of your job. And a big part of your responsibility and what other leaders, more senior leaders, will look to you to demonstrate is Can you foresee risks and challenges? Can you shape and collaborate with your team to come up with creative strategies and new ideas? Will you have a preference and an opinion? And can you stand up and argue and advocate on behalf of your preferred opinion? Now, it doesn't mean that when a decision is made by senior leadership or by your direct boss, that you keep fighting that or that you're not getting on board. That's not at all what I'm saying, because once a decision is made, you you have to remember that you're part of leadership and yet you're representing that body of leadership and therefore also the decisions that are being made within the body of leadership. But up until the moment that decisions are made, People will want to see you set direction and give guidance, advocate for what kind of strategies and tactics you stand for. They want you to raise awareness on challenges and risks, as well as opportunities that you see from your perspective. Because you know what? No one sees what you see. Not a single person in the organization has exactly the same perspective and view of what's going on with the clients or the vendors, the partners, the other departments within your team, within your field, etc. No one else but you. And as a leader, it is your responsibility to share that perspective Mm -hmm. and to stand for something. So if you notice that you're Looking for your manager to either set the direction or to validate you before you have the courage to make decisions or to act in a certain way. This to me is a signal that you might want to explore this area a little bit more. And there isn't a right or wrong approach. And your boss brings their own dynamic to the play and they have their own expectations on you. So I'm not giving a free pass to say, just go do exactly as I say. But I'm saying that if you are looking for direction or for validation, most of the time, then go investigate and ask for feedback or ask your boss and maybe other stakeholders directly to say, hey, on a scale from one to 10, with one being I'm very passive and 10 being I'm very decisive and proactive on giving direction, where would I land? Give me a rating. Or you can also ask hey, it occurred to me that I've been asking you for a lot of direction or for validation, and I'd like to take on more ownership. What is your perspective on this? And where would you like me to take on more ownership? Ask for clarifying feedback and see how you're being perceived by others. Generally speaking, once you move from an IC, an individual contributor role, where most people are looking for direction or validation from their boss to ensure that there is alignment within the team and that everyone's moving sort of in the same direction, right? As a leader, you have to take on more of that responsibility. Even if that feels uncomfortable, even if you doubt yourself and even if you think like you don't quite know enough yet and your boss has 20 years or even more experience in the field and you want to be humble and therefore ask for their opinion. This is a fine line to walk because you may always create that dependency and your boss may be looking to you thinking, when are you stepping in and stepping up and are finally owning your role? And most of the time, this role as a leader includes to define the scope of work that you and your team are managing and to also clearly stake the ground of things that you that would sidetrack or distract the team. It also means to set specific goals and define strategies on how to achieve the goals. It means to influence the team structure and the reporting structure to advocate if you need more resources or if you feel someone is at the wrong rank or if there's a skill set that's lacking or if someone has a skill set that is actually not the right fit for the goals that you have and the strategies that you pursue with your team. You need to raise awareness on these items and then advocate for solutions. You come up with solutions, okay? Don't look for your boss to tell you what to do. But you need to identify those challenges, opportunities, whether those are happening right now or if you can foresee them in the future. And then you identify potential solutions and you also communicate your preferred option on how you want to go about this. And, and on another side note, and I told you I'm going to riff here a little bit. Uh, Sometimes people say, don't bring me problems, bring me solutions. I'm actually not supporting that statement. I do think it is okay to bring a problem without having a solution. But when you do bring a problem, you want to make sure that you're telling your boss first what you've already tried, what you've already considered, and why you haven't come up with a solution yet. So it's just a little bit more context than simply going and saying like, hey, (laughs) this is a problem and I don't know what to do about it. No, you got to do your homework first, that's for sure. But if you've done your homework and you still don't have a solution, it is okay, in my perspective, to bring a problem to your boss. So I already told you a few signals that may demonstrate that you're a little bit off here and that leaders would have valuable feedback for you in terms of your level of ownership and leadership. A few other signals might be if you're constantly putting out fires or if you're constantly reacting to everyone else's demands, the emails, the Slack messages, the requests that come your way, the things you have to do and you never have time, or maybe more accurately, you never make time to think about your team, your team's goals, strategies, again, the team structure, the reporting structure, the challenges and the risks, the threats and opportunities. If you never think about these things in your week, in a month, you're likely aren't fulfilling the full potential that your role holds. You're managing, you're coordinating, You're taking care of things, but you're not fully leading to the extent that you could be leading. So my hope for this episode is that it inspires you to think about your own role and how much you're stepping into that leadership position beyond just supervising, coordinating and managing. And also to inspire you um, encourage you and invite you to go ask for feedback from your boss and other stakeholders or even your boss's boss to ask, how well am I doing in this regard? Are there situations or areas where I could take more ownership and be more responsible for or involved in setting the direction and evaluate where you stand? And with that, I hope this was helpful. And if it was, and you have other friends or colleagues and coworkers who would benefit from hearing this message as well, and for them to think about how much they're stepping into this leadership potential, then please share it along. It means the world to me when people recommend the podcast and pass it along to other people, because that way we're sharing the message. And ultimately, you're helping us all develop a new generation of leaders, leaders who lead with their head and with their heart who are compassionate and conscious and create a work environment where people love to work at. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you check in next week when we release episode 100 and we talk with Susan, Dave and Lisa about their personal experiences, wins and challenges they transitioned into their first leadership role. I I can't wait for you to hear it. I'll talk to you then. If you love this show, then you love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.